All right, all right. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Courtney, are you here with me or am I by myself tonight? I'm here, but it's late, so you know I'm a morning person. <laughs> we are doing this one a little late. Had a busy weekend, but uh, this music's getting me fired up, huh? Yes. So on this week's podcast, we are talking about overflow. You want to talk about overflow? I really want to talk about underflow first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if we were just being honest, uh, we ain't got a lot of flow left at this point in the week, do we? (laughs) Well, it's Sunday night. We really need to start doing these on Thursday nights. I know. I was busy Thursday night. I know. You've had, had two funerals, I think, last week, one this week. Had three a funerals, wedding last a wedding, week, yeah. staff focus, all kind of things going on, events at the church, things like that. So, yeah, yeah we really need God's overflow right now because it's easy to be in an underflow, undertow um, whenever we're busy. I'm sure y'all feel the same way. Um, so I think with us being together and doing this, we're going to create and overflow by leaning on God and trusting in Him. Yeah, well, hey, uh, talking about overflow, so Luke is kind of where I want to jump in, jump off, get going on. But uh, Luke chapter 6, starting around verse 44, it says, Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. Verse 45 says, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil out of the evil things stored up in his heart, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. And that's what my, you know, my thought about this overflow and just everything uh, that we were going to talk about uh, on this podcast really comes from that, that that we live out of our overflow and honestly when when I started I was thinking about how we we always talk about uh you know being able to change lives touch lives uh yeah minister to people out of our overflow but when we read that scripture right there man whatever's in us is overflowing so we got to be real careful that our overflow is good things you know sometimes my overflow is bad things just to be honest uh, my dad used to always say, we'll say it here, goes right along with the scripture. If you want to find out what kind of fruit somebody's got in their life, just bump into them, right? Yeah. I really was thinking about other people and how this past week I was, we were, you know, pretty busy. So I don't want to make that a negative thing. I'm trying to make that more of a positive Yeah. Thing And sometimes I see that as negative because, um, you know, there might be five people who want us to do something, but they don't know that these other five people have asked us to do things. And so we're kind of stretched and we have to figure out all the time, which one are we going to do? Which thing are we going to be a part of? And so that is a little bit of a strain on my mind sometimes, um, trying to decide, you know, which person do I spend time with? How, how do I work my time to make the most out of my days? And so um, last Monday, I shared in church today about last Monday, and 
Um, I was ministering to some women who their pastors are, you know, always pour into them and they are, you know, putting the word of God before them every day, all the time. And so we stepped into that um, atmosphere and we were sharing and teaching. I brought a lady with me. And so I'm not going to mention a bunch of names here, but I do share a little bit more um, on our live stream from church today. But anyway, um, I took a lady with me and she was just sharing about her past and how she had some trouble with her father, her real father, didn't have a great relationship. Um, he demeaned her, things like that. And so he, he did do some good, but I don't want to make him be all bad. But anyway, she was, um, trained to groom horses and, I did not know one of the new ladies there was also trained to groom horses. So only God could have put that together and ministered to this lady. It was so cool. I didn't even know anything about the the past of the lady that I'd been going to church with. I didn't know that part of her past. And it ministered so much to this other lady. And so we were sitting there, even though I had a busy week, we were sitting there and for three hours we were teaching and sharing. And she had begun to have an overflow that helped the whole room. And so even though that morning I got up, I said, God, I really sort of have an underflow right now. I don't, I'm not overflowing. I have you in my heart. I have some things to share, but I just don't feel that it's enough for today. And I get there and the lady I brought, she had enough. And so we had overflow because she let God's love totally overflow in that room and it, it was amazing. We were all crying. She was hugging people. She was saying, this is what a mama is supposed to do. You know, you know what that reminds me? It reminds me of growing up. And um, when I first, you know, I was 16, 17 years old, maybe 15, riding with my friends. And we'd go out and eat. And I would order like I wanted to eat. And the food would come. And then the check would come. And oh, the yeah. check would get there, and I wouldn't have enough money. And back then, we didn't have mom or daddy's debit card because nobody had debit cards. It was cash or nothing. And I remember friends starting to scramble, you know, through their pockets or backpacks and finding enough to help pay for the mistake I had made, paying for what I had ordered. And I was needing some overflow from some other people. I had ordered more than I could afford. And I think a lot of times in life, you know, we order up more than we can afford. I'm so yeah. thankful at the church for our staff. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll come up with ideas. Man, let's do this. And I don't have enough in me. I don't have enough to in get my it heart. Done. Yeah. yeah. But they come together. And out of all of us together, I think the, the culmination of all of us together becomes overflow. So maybe sometimes, mm -hmm. just like you were talking, I almost said somebody's name, but you were talking about that situation there and yeah. how you didn't have enough, but you and her together was the overflow that was needed. And even some of the ladies, some of the girls yeah. there where y'all were, together y'all did become overflow. That become an yeah, overflow. Yeah, we all knew spirit. it. We might not, I might not ever forget that that morning. I may not ever forget it because that's, that, that's 
that's the type of overflow that God poured in on us. See, I even thought, God, do I cancel? Do I, I'm just, I'm weary, I'm tired. Do I cancel this? Or do I just move forward and trust you? Do I lean on you? Do I, do I, of course I'm going to lean on you. I'm going to see how this turns out. I'm going to see how, God, that your overflow can still come in because I want it to come in, because I desire it, because I, I know that these ladies need it. And and so I went anyway, and I said, I'm just going to believe that God's going to do something today. Yeah. And he did, and it changed me. So so a key, and I'm, I think a lot of times we, we can talk but we need to give keys. So if people have situations where they need that godly flow, we're talking about the overflow, and our overflow affects the people around us. So one key is when we don't have enough flow to connect with some people who have some flow. And even if every one of us don't have enough flow together, it can become overflow so that somebody else's life can be changed. I know, golly, do you remember with the Wonder Twins? Remember mm-hmm. growing up watching Wonder yes, Twins? Yes, because I'm a twin, so we would be like, <laughs> activate. <laughs> I love it. Can we bust fist right now, even though nobody can see us? Wonder Twin powers. I can't activate. reach you. Okay. <laughs> Form of? An iceberg. <laughs> Form of an eagle. One of them always got to be a cool animal, and the other one was like an inanimate object. Yeah, and you would think, sad. oh, that one's not important. But together, together. they solved problems and they got some things done and I was even thinking that at the end of the meeting that I that I just discussed the lady looked at me and she she's older than I am and and I look up to her and and all and she said you stretched me today you got me out of my comfort zone and I thought wow this is what it's about we somebody was willing to get out of their comfort zone and I suggested that we pray for people at the end, whatever. And she just started hugging them and we ministered to them. And we were in agreement for God's love to pour over and to heal people. So comfort zone, if this coffee mug holds eight ounces, it's comfort zone is eight ounces. But when you get beyond the comfort zone is when overflow happens. That's when it begins to expand. And that's usually very uncomfortable, uncomfortable for people. Yeah. And That's if you're good. willing, you're going to see things that seem impossible. And so, you, so I think that's a key. I think that's something that needs to be taken home today, even when they turn this podcast off, that we're never going to see overflow happen as long as we stay comfortable. Sometimes the overflow comes when we start talking to somebody about Christ. And maybe we're not comfortable doing that in the work environment or in a grocery store or wherever. But when we begin to do that, open that uncomfortable environment, that's where overflow comes from. Don't you think God's got our back when we step I out? I know in he his does plan? because I have stepped out so many times that I know he's going to come through. And um, I have Psalm 23. Bring it. Well, it says down here in verse 5, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. But it doesn't start there. It starts with verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd. I like nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the 
darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, it says, it talks about comfort. It says your rod and your staff, they comfort me. But look right before that. It talks about going through the darkest valley. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's, there's a balance there when we walk with God and before him. And none of these things are possible without the Lord being my shepherd. Mm. It's very personal for me. Yeah. And he leads us beside quiet waters. That, that's where we're filling up for the overflow. It's those yeah, moments. getting quiet. Prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. So he's feeding us. So when we drink and feed on everything that God is, that provides the overflow. I think sometimes we feel like we've got to get magical. We've got to get better. We've got to get bigger. We've got to get smarter, wiser, whatever. But I think the overflow comes when we're willing to trust what God has already put inside of us. Mm-hmm. That that's enough, and we let that out, and I believe that's where overflow happens, don't you? Yeah, and I mean, I I always believe we should always be trying to get better, but we can't without God. We can't without His anointing, and you know, He's the one that that leads us to be quiet and to empty out, so that we can fill up with things that are actually going to do some people some good. And so, when we show up to church, there's going to be people that are in an underflow tone but there's always going to be someone who is in overflow at the church somebody is going to be there and so that's why we need to be at church because there is going to be a prophetic utterance from somebody who is in the vein of what God's doing and then that pulls us along again that gets us right back where we need to be again where he's refreshing our soul so that way we're going to help people be guided well, um, hey, as mentors. Explain that, that prophetic flow. Because, you know, uh, a lot of times we think that that's somebody standing up and saying, thus saith the Lord and talking in King James. It's really just being, um, having a timely word. You know, a lot of times even I didn't get, I wasn't raised in church like you were, Derek, like as far as in ministry and stuff like that. So, but we, I was raised to share my opinion. I was raised that, you know, I have a voice. And even though I am a girl, it doesn't matter. You know, I have a voice just like the boys. And so <laughs> I was raised that way. And, you know, you come in church and you see people so hesitant to to share or to talk about God or to talk about their past. Right. And so I think that we really have to, be the one I, I mean I made myself the one yeah. that would share and talk and speak up when you need to speak up because I care about people enough to do that yeah well and whether you know raised in church not raised in church raised in a minister's home not raised in a minister's home we really got to throw all that out the window I mean because what we read in the scripture here starting out says that whatever's in our hearts is going to come out. So I think if we we talk about the overflow being what comes out of us to other people, if we want good things to come out, then we got to fill with good things. You're talking about the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
He maketh me to lie. There I go with King James. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Um, All that feeding and watering that he does for us puts good things in us. It's almost like when we talk about overflow, like, like we're going to spill out like we're like it's accidental. I guess that's what I'm getting at. It seems like a lot of times we make it out to be accidental mm. when in reality overflow, if there's On good purpose. in a man's heart, it's going to come out. If there's bad in a man's heart, it's going to come out. So staying full of good. And like you just said, on purpose, overflowing to other people uh, rather than waiting for that moment at work to where it all comes gushing out and man, I'm touching people's lives. no, on purpose, the overflow and out of your People know what that's like. When they experience an on-purpose, timely word, they know that is God. Yeah. And so, so if we could hashtag this show, it would be hashtag overflow on purpose. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that for sure. Um, you know, it. there's a lot of fear right now going around and a lot of people don't want to admit that they have fear but um you know we're not gonna wallow in it (laughs) but it says even though i walk through the darkest valley i will fear no evil for you are with me um i will not fear because we go back to verse one the lord is my shepherd he's my shepherd yeah i don't like anything today of course there's a few things that i desire but i really don't i'm not lacking yeah in anything today and it's because not because of who i am or what i've acquired it's because the lord is my shepherd and i he makes he makes a statement there he don't say the lord is my shepherd man i don't ever want for anything He, he makes a declaration a faith declaration and says i shall not want that's a that's a head of moments where he might need to want yeah. You give me the, you interrupted me again. Look. No, 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 I didn't. I wasn't even thinking that. I was actually, my wheels were turning and spinning. Oh, good. Go ahead on, girl. <laughs> um, Just, you know, everything that's in here is really about the Lord being, being my shepherd. Um, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You know, he's, pro- he is providing right there he is there i am i have a table before me i I don't even have to fear because every provision is already made known he he already knows what i'm gonna need he sets a table before me yeah and so um that is amazing to me that every day i have what i need to eat every day i have the overflow that i need um, if I'm willing to partake of it. So should we call Psalms 23 now the overflow scripture, the overflow chapter? If you want to, I don't know that just that, that verse five, um, when you said we're going to talk about overflow, that stood out to me. Um, my cup overflows. And so I don't want to, I don't want to be an underflow type of person. I don't want to just have just enough when I get to church I really do want to have such an overflow that when the time is is right, that those right words come out, and right. it's it's it really does minister to someone. Yeah. So. Well, 
We're at 20 minutes. Wow. Good deal. It was good, though. Um, What do you want to say to people that are really struggling right now with how the world's changing so quickly? You know, everything that we're seeing on TV, even the commercials, everything they're sliding in, um, our ears, our eyes, everything is starting to see and hear things that used to be hidden in closets. Right. Uh, Man, get into the overflow. I mean, that's that's where the Holy Spirit is. That's where, you know, we are the temple of the Spirit of God, of the Holy Spirit. Uh, We talked about it this morning. Jesus said, my house will be called a house of prayer. We are the house of God now. Yeah. So we now have to be a house of prayer, which causes the Holy Spirit. What did Paul say? He said, I thank God that I pray in the Holy Spirit more than all, y'all. He was talking about uh, public ministry. But then he said, I thank God I pray in the Spirit more than all of you. He didn't know about all them old intercessors. Oh, man. Here's the one thing. Here's the one thing we've got to do is we've got to We've got to be in prayer. We've got to have the overflow of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Got to have it. Amen. Man, he's got overflow for every area of our life, don't he? Yes. Increase, people. We're praying for increase for each of you. Absolutely. Can I pray today? Yeah, please do. Get out of here. God, uh, we ask for your overflow tonight for every listener. God, wherever they're dry, wherever they're thirsty. We ask that you would be that good shepherd that Courtney was talking about in Psalms 23, that you'd lead them beside quiet waters, that you'd prepare a table for them in front of their enemies, God, that you'd lay them down in grassy groves, Father, that you would just take care of them. If they're in that valley of the shadow of death today, God, let it pass over them, God. Take them back to the mountaintop. Don't leave them in the valley long. Move them into a good place, God. We just trust you for it. Amen. Amen. Y'all check out our sponsors. (laughs) <laughs> Rolly and Ardo. We ain't got no sponsors. We are looking for a... Hey, God is our sponsor. We're looking for an Airstream. If anybody's got Airstream, holla. Holla at your boy. Holla.